Thing. Uh, welcome to my podcast, Mr. Ryan Betson. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, I feel really awkward because this is like the first episode. So I'm like, what do I even do with this? But um, I let's. I said I'm going to wing it. Um, could you kindly introduce yourself? Uh, hi, everyone. I, I'm Ryan Betson. Uh, I am. What, what kind of spiel do you want, though? Do you oh, want like the full blown spiel yeah. or my work spiel? Uh, your work spiel? Yeah, because I have two different spiels. Obviously, like there's my there's the me spiel, which is I'm Ryan Betson. I'm thirty. I'm the husband of Millie. I'm the father of James. Uh, by day, I am a uh, my self appointed title is video games champion, a Gen U gamer. But we use ga- <laughs> we, we use gaming hobbies to assist uh, a, uh, youth and young adults with ASD and mental health challenges um, to increase their socialization, interpersonal skills. Uh, and by night, I am the editor in chief and co-founder of the pop culturist, a personality based, uh, pop, uh, pop culture entertainment outlet. Uh, we've been doing YouTubes and podcasts and videos for the better part of six years now. And, uh, yeah, I think where, where, our, where our specialities are, cause I've, I've mildly rebranded a little bit. I'm just focusing on that alliteration. So it's personalities, podcasts, PlayStation and pro wrestling. I love it. Uh, do you know what? That's probably one of the best spiels I've ever heard in my entire life. Thank you very much. So everyone else now has, uh, they've got to reach that standard and I just don't know if they're going to be able to do it. Yeah. And I've had to do it a few times actually. So I've kind of got it like bending, bending, ready to go. See, my hobbies always change. So I'm just like, what do you, what do I talk about this time? <laughs> what am I really into right now? What do I, what, what is my ADHD letting me do right now? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I could go into that for hours. Mm. Right. So um, for this episode, we're going to be talking about the 1992 release of Candyman. Candyman. I said it that way because when I told my grandma we're going to be talking about Candyman, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's really creepy, grandma. What, like, was it like, she, did she knew the film or she was yeah, like, Yeah, no, she knows the film. Oh, shit. No, no, yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no, my family, um, not so much my sister, but like the rest of my family are really big horror buffs. Nice. So I was probably influenced a lot by my aunt, who is only like maybe 12 or 13 years <coughs> older than me. Mm. So, and she loves horror movies, like everything you could possibly imagine. So she really introduced me to it. But I think it came from my grandma because my grandma loves horror movies. So... It's just intergenerational. It's genetic. You can't Gene- you can't lose it. It's gone. It's in there. But whereas my dad thought that the Evil Dead is really terrifying, and I'm just like, Dad, that movie's not even scary. <laughs> it's more funny, if anything. Yeah. Was, yeah, I find it a, a comedic horror. Mm. But um, yeah. So, please, um, can you please uh, give us like a little bit of a, what's the word? Like a summary of Candyman, as if people who are listening have never watched the movie before. Okay, so Candyman is uh, a film about an urban legend. It is the, the urban legend of the Candyman. Think Bloody Mary mixed with that classic dude with the hook for a hand. That's kind of what it's at. So <clears throat> the premise is that there is a a, 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 a supernatural being with the name of Candyman where you say his name five times into a mirror and then at some point he'll come and just wreck your day. Come and wreck but- your day. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming but, to fuck uh, your shit up. Yeah, so like it's it's based in uh, I want to say Detroit, but it's not Detroit. It's um, I think it's Chicago. I, th- I know it's Chicago somewhere. 
Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, the, the movie itself is based on these two women, uh, so set around these two women who, uh, uh, for their, their thesis, for their university thesis, are focusing on conspiracy theories or uh, something along those lines. It's like uh, popular culture in terms of law. And they discover the thing called Candyman, which is very popular within the, the local black community. So they get in that rabbit hole and then, and then see, you know, where this takes. And then there's like a real weird turn halfway. It's a, it's a, it's a film. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every, look, I, um, when, yeah, it's, it's something else, isn't it? <laughs> it's, yeah. Well, cause that's the thing. Like I remember what the reason when you, when you came to ask me and you're like, what was the first movie that like scared the shit out of you? And I was like, well, it's Candyman. And then, but I haven't watched it since I was what, like nine or 10, which is when it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. So and like, you remember watching it for the first time? Yeah, I remember watching it at my mate's place, my mate Nick. Like, we, we used to do this thing on the weekend where, like, once every two or three weeks, we would go to the video shop and just buy a stack of, uh, borrow a stack of videos, right? Um, that's how I saw Jay and Silent Bob for the first time, which was amazing. Because I was like, 10 years old. It was it was bright, colorful, and full of swears. It was amazing. But then I'm pretty sure in that same stack of DVD, uh, videos was Candyman. Ooh. So we watched Candyman. And yeah, all I remember is just being horrified being scared of all the mirrors in my house the 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 the, the, oh, the bathroom was horror i remember every when i was in the shower i I, don't, I didn't say candy man in the mirror at all but i'm in the shower and i'm looking at the mirror like no no we're cool, like, nah, we're cool. he's, he's coming to get me it- yeah because like this the big fear because it's all about this you know this dude coming through the wind the mirror right or appearing right uh <clears throat> The mirror, like, for my bathroom led straight to, like, this back path behind my house. You could just pull the bricks off and just hike in if you wanted to. So it wasn't, like, a mirror so leading like, into another Man, room. if real, could legitimately find a way into your house and get Yeah, he just stands in my back door and punches bricks in and climbs in. Oh, my and God, that's on terrifying. There. Yeah. Punch bricks in? <laughs> <laughs> Not part of the story, by the way. He didn't punch any bricks. He doesn't brick. punch any bricks. But, um, <laughs> so... You you can't you definitely remember like where you were and how you felt watching that movie because obviously yeah no, I, I distinctly remember yeah being at my friend's house watching it like in his room like I can remember it pretty vividly um, I don't remember the film very well but I remember it around it like because when you asked me that yeah the two films that I remember scaring me the most when I was a kid was Candyman and What Lies Beneath and that oh, really yeah. wasn't a horror movie that was more of a thriller yeah. kind of interesting thing so. And like yeah, that was also bathroom related. I don't know why. Like I must have had a really shit time in bathrooms. I guess <laughs> a really shit time. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but but yeah, no, I remember. I remember it like yeah, actively messing with me for a little while. And like up until this point, where you know I, I've rewatched the movie, that was my go-to answer. Everyone asked me, I'm like, that was the first movie I saw. That was the movie that scared the shit out of me the most when I was yeah. a kid. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I feel like um, a lot of movies that are based around that urban legend, urban yeah. myths, do like I I loved um, I loved uh, the movie Urban Legend. I don't know if you've seen. Yeah, it. me too. I but love it's all that about film. like all yeah, the different yeah, yeah. urban legends coming in and killing people. And I think there was a Hookman in that one too. It's been a while since yeah, I've seen probably. it. Yeah, probably. But um, it yeah, and anything with an urban legend um, is really fantastic. And it really... It's because there's like that nice element of, of possibility. Yeah, and lore and history mm. and not that Candyman does because um, the guy who wrote it invented Candyman for the purpose. Yeah. And I know that there was a little bit of controversy around how um, people were saying that he exploited the black community for this story. And he was just like, no, 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 no. I invented Candyman. Like, I'm <laughs> the man who created him. <laughs> 
um, be angry at me, but I didn't exploit anybody for the purpose of this story. And, you know, like, obviously it's easy to go down that path and mm. to think those things when, you know, um, a, a minority is represented in a film. Well, yeah, because it, it very heavily focuses <clears throat> on, um, on on black culture as well as yeah. uh, low, low social economic black culture as well. And so there is a very clear, like, you know, not a not a commentary, but it's like a very clear focus on how the story kind of is becomes that whisper within that specific space of the society. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it. Um, you know, if we were to go into like further about like what messages and and whatnot that it says, like that you could talk for hours on mm. you know symbolism and whatnot behind it all. But um, obviously, that's not what I'm here to do. No. <laughs> so um. Admittedly, I only watched this film for the first time on Friday night. <clears throat> yeah. So I was up until a quarter past 12 watching this movie. And now I never stay awake past like 10 o'clock. But I was so into it. And honestly, it was like a what the fuck? Yeah, I made the exact same bad call. Because I'm like, oh man, this movie, I remember it scaring me. What time is it? 11 for the 30? Yeah, it. I'm in. Yeah, I'll, I'll turn it on. Yeah. But it's and like- then, yeah. Because I, I had uh, I had my Switch here. I was like, look, I know I'm going to be scared, so I'm going to play my Switch. <laughs> I'll play the farming game that makes me happy. I will play that while I'm watching. I'm like, okay, cool. So that way I can control the I've got the, the serotonin. I'm, I'm I can, good. Yeah, I've got, I've got happiness and sadness. I, I can work this out. I can mellow <laughs> out. You know, I can work it. As I'm playing and then I'm watching the film, I'm like, okay, I'm really engrossed in this film. Yeah, I really, okay. uh, I really need to know what's going on right now. Yeah, I, this is not how I remember the film at all. So let's, let's see how this goes. And I found um, it was just like... <laughs> I I really enjoyed it and I really loved yeah, um so like good. Candyman and like the concept of him appearing and like talking like through um what is it when you can talk through your mind like t- telepathy almost yeah yeah that's the one and he's just like you know oh Helen and uh, oh just but even the sound design on it so like cause yeah. when they when they're having people have a conversation obviously it's, it's the the dialogue is very centered in terms of the audio mix yeah so it's right in the middle and it's there da, 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 and they're talking but whenever Candyman speaks it engulfs you yeah like it and is it around just, you yeah like so many different um like a three three d for the nineteen ninety two you know pretty impressive yeah it's good spatial audio yeah. it, was, it was dope oh I look. I'd watch it again, but um, I just really couldn't deal with the um story sequence. Yeah. <laughs> that um. Do we hit spoil? Do we we talk spoilers in here? Yeah, as well? yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. So yeah, so we, like when you find out the main woman is like has this like mad breakdown and then proceeds to find murder everyone. Yeah. And, uh, oh and wait, then- we said there wasn't a lot of death. <laughs> yeah, there isn't a lot of death. There she murders is. like a couple of people, and but it's not just like Candyman. Yeah, not like yeah, it's just. So it's, it's almost she's almost led to this idea that she's like this reincarnation of the, of the, this woman that Candyman died at this was burnt to death for, and it's yeah. just like the fuck is this? Like, did <laughs> she kill anyone? I, I like because there's a sequence she gets like bludgeoned in the face. I'm like, yeah. is this all happen after the bludgeoning? I don't is know. she made? Is she made all this up? Is this head trauma? Was <laughs> she dropped? Like, what happened? Yeah. I, um, Everything, I loved how everything was going and, you know, she's going to, um, what is it, Celebrini, um, oh, I've got it written down here, Calabrini Green. 
Mm. Cabrini Green, sorry. Cabrini Green, yeah, yeah. And how she's going there and she's like talking to the kid that lives there. That kid creeps me out. And then... Um, yeah, because he's like an adult and a kid. It was really bizarre. Yeah. Maybe it's just how... I don't know. He just had that... Um, he looked like a child, but personality of a 90-year-old yeah. man. Like, he's seen some shit. <laughs> he's seen some shit. <laughs> and, you know, like, she, she's... Um, she's investigating Ruthie, Ruthie Jean's murder. Yeah, so Ruthie Jean yeah, was, was a member of, that, of this uh, uh, housing tower, you know, yeah. uh, commission housing, I guess. Yeah, but, um, but, um, low, so, uh, low SES yeah. uh, housing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so she, she, yeah, she dies in her apartment, and then, yeah, that's... And they, they and the claim is that it was at the hands of Candyman. Yeah, but they think it was someone else had murdered her. Yeah. Also, oh, yes. They couldn't find out what had happened because her doors were all locked and nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. And so all while this is happening, Helen's still investigating, you know, the mythos that is Candyman. And he's visited her a couple of times um, telepathically. Mm. And then, but then when she's asking that kid, you know, like, have, have you seen anything around here? Has anything else happened? You know, has anyone else died? And he's like, oh, yeah, that kid was killed in the, in the Dunnies. Like, I'll show you. I'll, let's go down there. And that's when she gets hit in the head, isn't it? Yeah, so we're then exposed to this a small gang where this gentleman mm. who is essentially claiming to be Candyman in order to instill fear within the local community. Yeah. And it is led to believe, and it is determined that he is the one that killed uh, Ruthie, Ruthie Jean. But yeah. it's like that's where the movie takes a turn it's almost well there's your answer it's cool. it's not it's not a, it's not mythos it's this dude and he's just an asshole and he's just killing people all right cool done then it takes the big supernatural turn yeah and that's when um so she comes out of hospital and she you know it's like a Sp spongebob six weeks later thing <laughs> and she's in the car park with her best mate and that's when um candy comes to visit her for the first time Yes. I'm pretty sure. And yes. he's there and he's like, Helen. And he's saying... It's just some dude the other side of the car park. She's just yelling I, at him. Yeah, and she's like, who are you? I would be getting into my car. Yeah, I'm not sitting there still looking at my, you know, photographs. Yeah, and she was like taking so long to open the boot and put shit in the boot. And I was like, <laughs> there's a man yelling at you yeah. telepathically and you're not getting in your car? Like, come on. That's a Tower Movie 101, man. Yeah, you know, women are constantly told about safety, <laughs> and this is one one time you need to implement those strategies. Yeah, if I've got some dude yelling at me across a car park, I'm getting in that car. Yeah, anybody I'm yelling not, at me from across a car park. I don't mean to alarm the woman. You can also store things on your passenger seat, you can store things on the back seat of your car. Boots aren't always the, the number one priority. No, here. it's weird. I guess, like, that's the 90s, though, that everyone's yeah. like, oh, I've got to keep my car. My car is a car drobe. Yeah. And there's like, yeah, and they had like obviously Candyman standing there at a distance, like looking dapper in his big old jacket. He does have very. I really like his costume. He is fat. He's fashion. He cool. Very, very cool. uh, fashionista. Mm. Very. Um, this, man, this man got class. He does. He does. And I think that that's missed in this whole. <laughs> it's a missed <laughs> opportunity. Yeah. He could have just been a really classy dude, but instead he's got to kill people with a hook. Mm. But um. So yeah. So. She then she wakes up in that. Woman's yeah, so she, as as Katie Man's talking to, she kind of just fucking passes out. No explanation. 
Oh, I figured it out. I figured it out. I figured it out. Oh, yeah? What do you got? What do you got for me? So, here is my theory, right? So, you know how he was stung to death? Yes. So, he was stung to death by bees, right? Yeah. So, what happens she's when ana- he's, he's all anaphylactic. She's having she's an like- anaphylactic reaction. Oh, shit. He's, like, putting it into her, and that's why she's, like, spacing out, and she's like, oh, oh. Well, it's funny that you mentioned it's funny, it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm, I, re- I remember reading somewhere, I could be entirely wrong, that like that there is like a pheromone or some sort of scent that can be, you know, come out of like beehives oh, and shit yeah. that can really mess your day up. And like when it, at like, the start of it, communications and stuff like that of other bees. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and then it, like it, 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 it can affect a human in some way. So I remember like it, in that scene of the, in the Dunnies, she opens the seat and there's like a bunch of bees in there. Yeah, and I'm like whoa, and like so it's almost as if that that like a, that mild hallucinogenic response and then whatever. Mm, yeah, that's maybe that's... it's a big assumption on my end, but but I think it is bee related. Yeah, whatever it is. Oh yeah, because he's Candyman. He's got bees in him. And we probably, well, spe- we probably oh, should have specified oh. that earlier. So many, so many bees. He opens up his sweet jacket, and he's like, just a. Oh yeah, because the the mythos itself is that he was uh, sunk to death by bees and burnt alive. Yes, he. Uh, yeah, I think he did get burnt. Yeah. But I know that he was chased down and they tied him up and then he they took him over to some beehives. and let Yes, they just unleashed him with bees. Yeah, they got the yeah. bees mad. He was naked, he was butt naked and they just beat him. Yeah, yeah. That's so horrible. Mm. What a way That's, to go. Yeah, pretty scary story. Ugh. But um, so she wakes up in this apartment covered in blood. Mm. And I can't... I only watched yeah. Anaphylaxis days. really fucks you up, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like wigging out. And I think the woman is screaming and that's what makes her come too. And she comes yeah. out and the dog's head is cut off. Yeah, so, there's, so we're, 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 we're meeting a, a woman that we see earlier in the film. She was the neighbour to Ruthie Jean. Uh, I want to say Anne-Marie. Yeah, I think that sounds that. right. I think yeah. about that. So she has, like you see early on, she has a son and she expresses that this, the son is like the only thing she really has. Yeah. So yeah, she His comes to, Anne, she's but- in a bathroom, drenched in blood, yeah. big butcher knife in hand, opens a door, the dog's fucking decapitated, which yeah. is horrib- horrifying to begin with. The There's woman's a screaming. staggering amount of blood. Oh, that, that, a lot of blood for a dog. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you, as you walk through, and then you see uh, Anne Marie sort of like wailing over her crib, over the crib of her uh, child. Well, she therefore you believe that the child is missing yeah, or dead. I thought the kid was you dead. come to realize that he's missing, but it's it's like oh, my first thought because I would remember the film was I'm like as a father, I'm like oh, don't tell me the fucking kid's dead. I was like I don't want to see a dead baby, please. Me either. It's like it's like when I try when I try to watch Train Spotting. I'm like oh, no. Way to ruin a perfectly good movie. Movie was cool until now. Fuck this film. Um, yeah, and then obviously she's covered in blood and then Anne-Marie sees her and just like, no, fuck you. And She's like, what did you do to my baby? Mm. Um, she attacks her and then Helen grabs the butcher knife. And just fucking yanks her. Like, <laughs> hacks into her arm and <laughs> the blood that just spurted out. I was like, excellent. <laughs> yes. I love it. And this is kind of where it just goes all kinds of fucked up. Right. Yeah. Don't forget we've got Trevor, uh, that dickhead, over in the background. You know, being Trevor. Oh, the husband? I hate mm. him. Hate him. Hate him. Yeah. So, the, yeah, so that once, so, Tre- yeah, uh, yeah, so 
she gets arrested taken away and trevor who's her husband she, she's in jail trying to like call him like hey man come get me come help me but it's it's set up earlier on that he's banging some other one of his students yeah. he's like, I, was oh, like I, don't, I don't bang students i'm like you bang that fucking student i was like you're banging her <laughs> like the whole way along i was like what a trope though like as yeah. if the husband's not banging one of his students like yeah we know i'm like hey you're minging, like you're not even a good looking dude and oh, right yeah and this girl's like hi and like oh my god you are mis- you are misusing your power get out of here yeah it's fucking gross yeah so she's yeah she he eventually comes and gets her oh yeah because he's he's not at home so he's she's calling yeah, it's like three in the Stacey. morning and, and he's he's out you know gallivanting banging stacy <laughs> oh you remember the name <laughs> Oh, so he comes to the cop's shop and he picks her up and takes her home. And the f- he goes to work. Yeah, because he's a yeah he's a professor at the school that she's studying, and he goes. Yeah, know. yeah, and then Candyman shows up again, but then he disappears. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so she while while he's at work, she sets up the um the slide projector because they were mm. the, the slides before she had a you know freaking. <laughs> brain malfunction in a car park her anaphylactic uh, yeah. shock <laughs> so I just love the idea it's like oh I'm allergic to sh-. and like the, a trail of events <laughs> I left behind all this destruction now I'm really scared that I'm gonna have an anaphylactic reaction to something and I'm gonna like maybe I'll go on a murderous rampage that's the thing like, some of my clients have, some of my clients have anaphylaxis like oh, peanuts no. I'm like well look I'm, I don't think peanuts will deliver the same response but now I need to talk to them I need to find out what's yeah, going to happen like, so when you have an anaphylactic reaction <laughs> do you do you feel the following yeah murderous do you have rampage? a gentleman yell at you you're a crop from a car park do you have a hook what's your stance on babies how do you know how to wield a butcher's knife <laughs> Yeah, so she's watching these projections, which uh, on this projector, there's all these slides of all the photos that she took at what was Ruthie Jean's apartment, which has yeah. since been repurposed into some. I don't know. Where the, I don't know where the fuck apartment she lived in, but it was huge. Um, yeah, because she kind of finds finds out that her apartment and their apartments are exactly the same, so she's able to work out the the ins and outs of the building. Yeah, they're the same housing project, but yeah. like they they deformed like a you know imaginary line and this was a rich side and this is the 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 the, the poorer side. So she works out like, okay, if you go through a window if you go through a a, a, a medicine cabinet mirror. Yeah, and, and that's where she took the photos. Wall cavity. So she's watching all these like Candyman related pictures and then yeah. He showed he's in the f- picture. Yeah. Yeah. And then um I think she goes and has a bar. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna point that out as well. She's got a, pro- she's got the projector. She's got the film. I don't know about you, but I remember uh, old school cameras that, like, they weren't of a high resolution. No, yet but somehow she was able to like digitally manipulate that shit with just the <laughs> she, lens. Like, zoomed in and shit. Yeah. I was like, that's not real. It was, it was like CSI level of enhance, enhance, and then defuzz like, it. It's like she got like on the screen and like and <laughs> zoomed in. The with pinch, her pinch zoom. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, that's really fucking high quality for a disposable camera. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was not even a DSLR. It was a disposable <laughs> camera in 1992. <laughs> like, it wasn't going well. Oh, but I'm, I was impressed. Yeah, I was like, shit. She managed to work out who that silhouette was really easy. She she zoomed in on his face. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like back in my that back in my day, that, that uh, disposable camera didn't even go in focus. No, no. The technology back then. Oh man, she made one of those fancy pants projectors, I guess. Yeah, and so her best mate shows up. Oh yeah, that's right. To check on her. And she's like, don't come in because Candyman's here. Oh, yeah, because Candyman, she has another anaphylactic yeah. shock and she's like falling on the ground like... Yeah. Uh, uh. yeah, he just like... Didn't he like touch her head or something? And she's yeah, like, she, yeah, like, yeah, like, like booped her on the nose and then she fucking died. Yeah, yeah she's on the ground being all paralysed. Friend's like... Ah. Friend comes in, Candyman's yeah. like, oh, hey, bro, and then wrecks her. Oh, how does... Like, her the colour of her face... Yeah. When... So Trevor comes home and sees it all, and she's got the knife in her hand again. Yeah, well, well, you know, we're led to believe this was a protective knife that she was holding. Yeah, but we don't know. Is and then of course, like, like, yeah, she went and just touched the body. Like, oh no, I, I, you know, they believe I killed this other person. Touch, 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 touch. Oh, stop touching things. Put all my DNA over everything. Forensic science one hundred and one. Yeah, it didn't exist. It didn't even exist back then. Right then, they're like, "You're there, blood's there. You're done." Uh, you've got a knife. You did it. Yeah. They actually take her to a psychiatric ward, don't they? Yes. And this is where, on her first night there, she's you know tied down, and she's like, "Oh, he's in here. He's in here." And she's like, "Got a little like they've sedated her, so she's a little bit out of it." And- yeah, and then like Candyman comes in like like Smithers to Mister Burns through the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. Ah! And he's like. Ah! Yeah, he's like, I'm the candy man. And then, like, floats through the roof. But then he, like, did you see, like, on, like, because you know how the view is from, like, her peripheral. Oh, fuck, there's a fourth death. There's another death. But, yeah, keep going, sorry. Um, so, like, out of, you see him, like, slink down under the bed. And yeah. I was like, that's so creepy. Yeah, yeah, because he, like, he keeps perfect stillness. I don't, I don't do an audio, audio medium. Just can't see my hand, but like, yeah. So he keeps a, he keeps perfectly flat in like a almost Christ-like over the top of her. Yeah. And then she's like, "Help!" And the, the 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 people are trying to jack with the door, and he just like slings to the left, and down just... under the bed, all in like a perfect like L, you know, C-shaped creepy. movement. It was horrifying. It was really unnatural. Oh. Oh. See, um, I feel like the suspense in this, not the suspense, but like the the psychological part of it is what got me not mm. the the murders and the death and everything i was like oh that's fine it was, it's interesting how like because how you mentioned like that was kind of uncomfortable because like yeah, one of my like, favorite scary movies like horror movies is the conjuring right oh i love that i think the conjuring is absolutely fantastic but the the in the first film the second that i went oh man was at the end when she was all possessed and shit yeah so she and the, that's when it became instantly not scary like once they showed what it was i'm like because she's on a chair swinging around i'm like this is clearly why work bro yeah he was clearly wire work. And I'm like, this is intense. <laughs> this is so creepy. And I think <laughs> yeah, it's because of the era that it was written mm. and produced in, where they didn't have a lot, but they were still able to create this really um, like intense, like grossed out feeling in people. Like, yeah. And he wasn't really that... He wasn't even scary looking. Like, a he dude. just looked like a normal dude. He just wanted smooch, like, but he was, he was polite <laughs> about it. <laughs> He went in a really weird way about it. Yeah, but like my the best part because once again old film and I was because the once I got super into the film I started put, like noticing little details. Yeah. So like, <laughs> when, when he's like like so the door comes he's under the bed and the the doctor comes in and it's like I need a thousand milliliters of blood I'm like you're gonna pump a liter of shit into this woman. <laughs> Like, I rewound it. I'm like, you're like, what? 
Do you like, do not, you do not pump a thousand milliliters into anyone. <laughs> And then this woman brings in this piddly ass syringe and it's clearly fake because he she pokes her and the needle just bends. And it like <laughs> I think it retracts into the plastic. It bends, like, then retracts, and she doesn't even plunge it. She just goes burnt and then leaves. She's like, oh done. <laughs> and you're just like, that's not a leader. <laughs> that was my concern. I'm like, yeah. But I, I rewound it like five Lady, times. You not be a nurse. Yeah, I'm like, that is so much fucking medicine. Like, she, <laughs> <laughs> she's dead. Well, they did sedate her for like eight weeks. So <laughs> maybe it was just off that one injection. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, well, it takes a long while to, you know, you drink a litre of water. How long does it take that to get through? You're like, imagine if it's whatever <laughs> random medication they claimed it was. Whatever. We're going to have to find out. Now I need to know what it was. Mm, I need to know. Yeah. So this is where they're like, you're going to go to court. You're going to trial for murder. Yeah. So she goes to see like the psychologist, the psychiatrist, sorry, of the, the dude building. That runs the- yeah, and they showed the video of her being like wigging out. Yeah, and then and then and then they, the best thing they showed the exact scene that made me laugh from a different <laughs> angle. <laughs> so I got to laugh all over again. That they came in with a piddly yeah. ass needle. You're like, yes, <laughs> like, yes, a thousand milliliters. <laughs> oh, so happy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then Candyman uh, appears, yanks this dude, nothing. and this is the only death that we see him do yeah. in the entire yes. film. Yes, because he um, kills yeah. the psychiatrist. Yeah, and then they, she, he cuts her wrist straps, and she like hightails it out of there, but not before like killing a couple of other people. Yeah, not before just like like vacuuming himself out of a window. And yeah. I also saw the 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 line on his back for that too. <laughs> Because I was, I, was, I was watching the Blu-ray remastered. I'm like, well, he could have done a better job, bro. But <laughs> like, he just gets yanked out. out of the window. And you just see the the, the, the cable so clearly that it, I could not oh, laugh again. Brilliant. Oh. So in terms of my favorite scene, this whole section. Just, just that bit. Brilliant. Not because it's not scares, just because it was fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I, I love when something is really dumb. You're just like, Why? <laughs> I love it, but I fucking hate it at the same time. <laughs> like, what? why are you doing this to me? Uh. Oh, and I, I must say that I've only just started watching a lot of, like, um, horror movies from the 80s. Because I grew mm. up watching, like, um, like 80s, early 90s. Like, um, like the Saw franchise and Hostel. Yeah. Like, I'm really into exploitation films. God, that first Saw is so fantastic. It's, it's phenomenal. It's so good. It's because it's written by Australians. And Australians yeah. just think of the most fucked up shit. Yeah, man. And then they sold the franchise after, like, uh, I think... They're literally, literally the first one. No, yeah. I think they did number two as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. they just kind of had fun with it. And they're like, off you go. See, I love Hostel because I'm a huge Eli Roth flip. Dude, Hostel is brilliant. It's so... And it's... Do you know what? Uh, with Eli Roth in that film, like, it's just so, like, this could really happen to people. Mm. Like, that's what is so fucked up about those movies. And I guess that's what I love, because like, you keep it Australian films, I know we're really tang- going tangent here, but, like, Wolf Creek as well. Like, remember when I first saw Wolf Creek? Like, I had a literal adrenaline rush watching yeah. that film. Like, I, le- I left the, built the my room going, oh. Oh! Like, my heart. Yeah, like, yeah Australian horror it, is incredible. It had that right sense of, yeah, that could happen. The second one, well, it yeah. did nothing of uh, that. No, no. No, I wouldn't. 
But yeah, so she, yeah, so she breaks out of the psychiatric so place she's out. in a in a in a um a smock, so presumably ass hanging out. I think no, she she stole a nurse's outfit. Oh yeah, but her ass would have been hanging out until then. Yeah. 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 Because she would have been in a smock. It's the rules of the smock. You're always butt ass naked under under the smock. It's the rules. <laughs> it's the rule. Them's the rules. <laughs> um, so, so she goes to her apartment. And she's like, Trevor will help me. Yeah, she goes there. Old oh, Stace. Stace is there singing, painting. not wearing bras, painting, painting on Painting the apartment <laughs> fucking pink. Like the most gaudy ass pink I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I was like, that's a terrible color. It's horrible. And then Trevor comes out in a dressing gown with a towel around his neck. I'm like, oh. what is this combo, mate? Maybe he's just a really sweaty dude. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not like it's not like the towels wrapped around his mid and like it's he's still got, he's got wet a down combo there. Going. Yeah, either he's rocking two towels or he's just like commandoing down there and only concerned about his his and like neck neck wetness. Ugh. <laughs> he looks like the kind of dude that would have a lot of neck wetness. <laughs> but, <laughs> um so <laughs> I just love that as an insult. <laughs> Look, that's probably as brutal as I get when it comes to insulting people. <laughs> you look like someone that would have a very wet neck. <laughs> oh, yuck. Yuck. Like, it makes my skin crawl. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm why, sorry. That got me so well. That was awesome. <laughs> I just I'm, look. I'm really good at insulting people. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh. So um, so the yeah. entire time, the one thing that I found really off-putting about this entire scene is Stacy's reaction to Helen being in the home. Hmm. She's like giggling, but I don't know if she's laughing or crying or whimpering or. No, she's just uncomfortable. What is she doing? Because mm. the literally the only lines this woman has had the entire movie is her giggling. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Give the woman some lines. Oh, she has a couple lines later on, but it's pretty much just Trevor. Trevor. And then she, like, greatly mishandles some meat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, during this, the, during this encounter, uh, uh, yeah, she's has weird, like, character, like, as in, like, almost personality switches. Yeah. Which was interesting. Weird. But she, yeah. Um, and then she ends yeah, up scooting. Yeah, because she kind of, like, clicks and she's like, I'm going to leave. All right, bye. Yeah. I just greatly threatened. I just threatened you all. I'm going to leave now. I'm out. And then the 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 overdramatics of that whole scene with Trevor and Stacy, I was like, "You guys make me sick." Your yeah. wife, your wife is in a psychiatric ward, and you're here banging one of your students. How unethical and morally bankrupt are you? Yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Um, I think that 
says I don't you know what I don't know what it says yeah so then she see, then she essentially goes back to, if I remember right she goes back to the the Candyman location she's going to Cabrini, Cabrini Green because she yeah. thinks she knows where Anthony is yeah so the whole time we, we kept in these little like flashes that the baby's not dead the baby's down in the thing and Candyman's feeding him presumably honey from his finger keeping him sustained <laughs> <laughs> his finger just like is like a honey straw <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just kind of floats like, in, feeds the baby, and then like, floats mm. out. <laughs> it's like a little. Where does honey come out of the stinger? No. No, they. Um, no. No, they kind of. It's just. It's just like essentially bee vomit. Ooh. Yeah, no. Honey's honey's kind of gross. But very, I really very like delicious. honey. Honey's so good. Honey's so good. <laughs> so she goes in. She is like, she's like climbing all through the the building. Mm. Isn't she? Like, essentially, yes. in the abandoned part. And she finds Anthony. Mm. But not before Can... Or does she find... No. No, she, she goes there and then Candyman fucks it. with her some more. Yeah. And then that we we see this like once again we're never alluded to that that what she's going into is more than an apartment, but it's yeah. it's like this whole fucking underside of a train station like yeah. level. Yeah, of- it's like a really it's like a house almost. Yeah, it's real bizarre. She shows in there, and then there's like this big mural uh, of the creation of Candyman. And this is where I'm like, why the fuck couldn't they tell us this bit at the start? Because everything would make fucking sense. Mm. That Candyman, this man, thinks this man, that this Helen, man of candy, this man of candy, thinks that Helen is his long lost lover. The, yeah, the woman that he died for. Oh, did I miss that bit at the start of the movie? No, they 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 explain they explain that like what she looked yeah. like. Oh, but yeah, she looked but... fucking nothing like what? Helen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looked more like Stacy, if anything. Yeah, and then so you see the painting, which still doesn't look like Helen. It looks like fucking Stacy. <laughs> like, why is she not here? Why isn't Stacy dead? <laughs> and so... So he is like, um, come and... Come and... He's like, come and be immortal. Yeah, come be with me. Yeah. But, but she, she didn't acknowledge the pun. It was real rude of her. Fucking all. She should have been like, baby, let's go. Yeah, she's like, be, you know, he's like, be my honey. And he's like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> come on. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a way better conversation than the one that was in the film. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, right? I don't, I, uh, like, all the conversations are just like, except, like, at the start where they're doing the research, I really liked, like, yeah. the conversations they were having there. Like, that was yeah. fascinating. Like, there were, like, it, yeah, so it, essentially we, she gets all wigged out again, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so we're right at the end of the film, then we can start breaking yeah. apart. Um, yes. Yeah, so she kind of goes out, comes to discovers that there is like a they're having this big ass bonfire thing in the middle of yeah and anthony's housing. in it yeah the baby's in it she's like oh no the baby's in it yeah so she fangs it there and then she goes in there and it's like a cubby house it looks really sweet in there because mm. she's she, trying she stabbed Candyman and he disappeared e- i think i think so sounds about right but she got but yes, away from him yeah either way she's in this giant uh you know cubby house of a bonfire yeah Finds the baby, you know. Everyone just sets fire to the fucking thing because it's yeah. what it's there for. Because the ninety-year-old child came out and was like, "Let's do this." Yeah, they're like, "Candyman's in there. Let's fucking burn that shit down." Yeah. 
And so no, she can... she gets out, and this bit broke my heart yeah. when she's like crawling out because you know she is trying to get Anthony out of there, you know, mm. and the bonfire's on, and he's like she's trying to crawl out of there, and um, and she she gets out, and it's like all crumbling down because it crumbles down on top of Candyman, and. She's out the bottom, and like her entire back is on fire. Mm. Her, her head is on fire, on fire uh, which you know really scared me. And then you know she's like crawling out, and she's got like Anthony in her arms, and just like hands her to his mum. And I was just like, <sighs> I really liked that bit. <laughs> you, did, you did like that bit. I liked that was nice. Yeah. I went the other way. I went, oh, this is turned again. <laughs> this is turned again. <laughs> it's like, I'm watching this, like, her being set on fire and she's looking like a- looking like Anakin in Star Wars Episode 2. <laughs> and I'm like, the f- uh, Episode 3. So I'm like, what the fuck is all this? All right. I'm like, is this trying to be like some white woman being the savior of the black peoples? Is that what they're trying to do here? Like, this oh, is, like, I fucking weird. I didn't even weird. think of it that way. Oh, God, it really could be. <clears throat> yeah. And then, and then like, the, uh, and, uh, at no, like... And the way she's crawling, she crushed that fucking baby. <laughs> that baby is dead. <laughs> that baby's mushed. And then they just hand the baby to the mum and the baby's fine. And then, so it turns out she's dead. Yeah. She dies from burn-related injuries, I guess. The fucking open coffin. But <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what we should do? This woman has been horrifyingly burnt. Open coffin funeral. Open. Everyone, open. I don't see how this could be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. The so, hair they put on her. Yeah. So she she's there, like they're at the funeral, uh, and then it's just Trevor and Stace. It's just Trevor and Stace. Stace is mixed up. She's not not quite sure why she's there. But like, and next thing, a like a a a. a Everyone from uh, Cabrini Green comes yeah. wandering, and they're all like putting. They throw a hook in her yeah, they fucking throw a open grave. Hook in there, and yeah. they leave. And the, yeah, the fucking end of the movie. Like one of them could have done that. I don't know why they all needed to be there, but uh, like they were like, oh. you, "Thank you, white lady, for saving us." Yeah, thank you for saving this one baby. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then and then we see a little bit later where uh, Trevor's a bit torn up because he realised he's a garbage oh, person. Yeah, this bit's great. Oh, I've got fucking brownie down my front. Thank you, child. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so he's 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 all having like an existential crisis in the bathroom. Yeah, and says he's like, "Come have dinner." He's like, "No, I'm pooping." And, you know, just, <laughs> I'd rather poop. <laughs> he's like, "I mean," and she's being an ungrateful cow about it, and just like slapping great, the meat around. Yeah, greatly. I mean, like a steak. Yeah, like he has like a steak, and she's just treating it poorly, slapping it around. And then he like he can hear her beating the meat, and she and he has these flashbacks to when he had a wife that was wa- was nice to the meat. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. I, I, the, the chain of flashback here was really bizarre. Yeah, it's like oh, I remember when my old wife before she got was crazy and burnt alive. She made good dinners. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that crazy bitch. <laughs> She was fucking mental, but God, she made a sweet salad. You know, like- <laughs> At least she kissed me when I got home. <laughs> so he's standing there, like, being all sad and shit, and then he proceeds to, like, give the whole Candyman thing in the in the, in the the mirror. 
and he goes, oh, nothing happened. The lights flick out. And then, then uh, old, <laughs> old, mate. <laughs> old mate standing behind her, behind him. But she looks like someone strapped a ball bag to her head. Like it's not looking, it didn't look very good. And then she shanks him. He's dead yep. in the bathtub. Um, <laughs> and then Stacy comes in, and and in the worst sound edit ever, they're like, "All right, Stacy, we need you to give the best scream you can." She's like, <clears throat> "It's just like, oh my Ugh. god, underwhelming." Yeah. Oh, that, was, that was the best you got. But I loved how dead he looked. Oh, he looks like, so dead. He looks super dead. <laughs> I just—they really filleted him in that. Yeah, and he's all like sprawled across the bath, legs over the top, like looking. And he's like, looking "I'd rather be dead <laughs> than in this apartment." Yeah, with like, Stacey. the things you do to get out of her dinner, right? Like, <laughs> <it's-> <laughs> she's a fucking horrible cook. <laughs> and credits. <laughs> and see, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but overall, I really enjoyed. Yeah, it. the movie is very, very good. It was fantastic. <laughs> And I'm really looking forward to the version that they're bringing out this year. Mm. So, well, I don't know if it's this year because I know it did get delayed. Yeah, um, so as with so, everything under current circumstances, probably coming next year. Yeah, I knew <clears throat> there was a big delayed announcement. So um, Tony Todd, who played Candyman, the original Candyman, is back as Candyman. Oh, get the fuck out. I had yeah. no idea. Yes. Oh, all right, that's amazing. It actually starts from like modern times where Anthony, who was the child of Anne Marie and the baby that was originally stolen oh, by Candyman, it surrounds around him. See, I know none of this because I didn't watch the trailer because I was like, fuck this film, it's scary. Oh, it's going to be so good. Oh, I'm excited now. I'm really excited about it. And um, I'm not too sure who who wrote this one and directed this one, but if it's any of the current, you know, masters I'm of pretty horror, sure it's, it's like... I, I need to find out because I'm pretty sure it's like someone of note. Oh, I think it's Jordan Peele. That's what I was going to say. I'm pretty sure it's Jordan Peele. <clears throat> uh, da, 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 da. Okay, no, I don't want to give a shit who the cinematography is. Give me the director. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, produced by Jordan Peele, directed yep. by Nia DaCosta, screenplay by Jordan Peele, Wynn oh, Ron- Rosenfeld, and Nia DaCosta. He knows what he's doing. <clears throat> he's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm. Uh, he has a new TV show coming out on HBO called um, Lovecraft Country. Oh yeah. And because HP Lovecraft was a huge white supremacist. Oh, massive. I racist. think it's a He's massive so spin on it. Um, because this black family move into this house that they inherit, and so I think it's a lot of like anti-black sentiment because you know. H.P. Lovecraft was uh, white. He's, he had a dog literally called the N word. He's a horrible, horrible. Oh, that's person. horrible. Yeah. Oh. He created these really cool creatures, but he was garbage. Oh, yeah, like, the creatures are cool and all, but, yeah. like, he's a garbage human being. Yeah. Still a piece of garbage. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, if it I'm is, like, based on... Yeah, it might be based on a little bit of Lovecraft, but I think it might be a lot about his, like, uh, racist sentiment in his mm. books by the looks of the trailer, so... But what would what be interesting with this, <clears throat> I guess, it sounds like it's like a softy reboot because Candyman has had sequels. There's three of them. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm not sure what the, the narrative of those ones are, but I know the same gentleman who played Candyman was in those sequels as well. Yeah. Because, like, in my process of trying to find this film, I discovered that the Australian streaming services 
depending on which one you go to, they don't have <laughs> Candyman 1, but, but Amazon ones. has three and Stan has number two. So They've gotten rid of it because of the new... It's not a remake or a reboot. I think it's a reimagining of the story and bringing it like into modern times. And yeah. I feel like um, Jordan Peele is just really a phenomenal producer. Mm. And um, if you've seen any of his, his work... Um, I haven't watched his movies because one of them's about um, a home invasion, like people hanging mm. out, like um, us, us, about yeah, people hanging out the front of someone's house. But it's but it's also them, which is really yeah. bizarre. Which is and like- home invasion movies or anything about like something coming into the, like my home, like a person, I just can't yeah. watch. So like strangers, I can't watch. I can't stand mm. that. Um, what's that movie the panic room that movie terrified me yeah i, I also that. haven't watched um what's that the purge Mm-mm. Mm. nope i remember like in terms of a house invasion films i remember there's a movie called fear uh i know of the movie yeah, yeah at the end of the film there's like a bunch of dudes just like breaking into some yeah. house i remember being really uncomfortable by that but like that was like once again because i don't the only there's two things i remember in that film I don't know who the, the the dude in it was, but all I remember is that he's trying to make moves on this woman on a roll on like a, a Ferris wheel. He tries to like get on her front area, and then I remember that scene, and then I remember the home invasion. The home invasion. At the end. Yeah, I have no idea what happened, but the other two yeah. scenes I took note of apparently. Home invasions just fuck me up. So, yeah. in regard to Candyman, how much did it fuck you up on your journey into horror movies? Uh, well, I'm not a big, I've never really been a big horror movie guy. Like, it's just, it's just not me because I am a big old pants. So I, (laughs) I, it's very, very infrequent that like I do. Like, I'm the kind of guy that's like, you you know, I'm like a more science minded man, like ghosts and shit. It's just not real. And then I proceed to watch like an hour's worth of ghost videos on YouTube and then every light (laughs) in the house is on. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like that's my life. But for, like, me, I'm, like, I'm not a science-based thinker. I'm more, like, a critical thinker and, uh, like, analytical mind. And my brain is, uh, I don't fuck with that shit. Yeah. I do not fuck with the other side. (laughs) Even though, like, critical thinking tells me it it doesn't exist. Mm. But I'm just, like, you don't mess with ghosts. You don't touch Ouija boards. You don't do a seance. Oh, even, no, you don't fuck with Ouija boards. You don't don't touch that shit. Science, Science brain says don't fuck that shit. Oh, science brain says don't fuck with it. Yeah, man. Because either, either either it doesn't work or it's fucking horrifying. Like, both of them most... <laughs> both <laughs> options sound bad. Both... Op- yeah, both deduction tells yeah, me both, no. Both sound a really misuse of your time. <laughs> I know some people who um, did a seance in a house that they first moved into. Oh, that sounds horrible. Newcastle. <laughs> and... Yeah, it was. Um, they were like tormented by this spirit for months. Like it was a little boy and he'd like open all the cupboards in their house in the middle of the night. And like, they'd wake up in the morning and come out and every single door in the house would be open, like cupboards. And yeah. And I can't fuck with that. And I'm just like, ah, ah, I'd be out. Have my house. Yeah. It's your house. What's your name? I'm signing it over to you. You can fucking have it. (laughs) I'm done. Yeah, I'm like, like I freak out. When I'm, I'm lying in bed and I hear like the, you know the house just creaking because of the he- the heater. I'm like, no, fuck this. I'm moving out. Yeah, and I, <laughs> but I feel like <clears throat> movies like Candyman really target the part of me that loves history and yeah. stories and um, like the, the obviously 
the conversations and narrative around that could have built it more. And I'm really hoping that Jordan Peele does that, like really builds more on the lore around yeah. who Candyman is. Like they gave us the foundations for it, but it didn't really provide like this um, connection for me to Candyman. Like I just didn't really care that much. Well, because that'd, that'd be my my thing that I'd hope they'd really touch upon in this new one. Like, do they mm. follow the same storyline? Do they have, like, some other white woman that goes crazy? Or, like, or are they going to, you know, are they going to make it into more of a supernatural film? Well, because Jordan Peele's producing it, I feel like it's going to be very, um, uh, it's going to have a lot more black characters and awesome. a lot more, um, yeah, black voices and and even with, you know, the storytelling and giving them more than like just a sideline to the movie like even Candyman himself felt like a you know yeah because once she decided yank decided that she wants the young people he's like yeah um, i guess i'm I'm a a, character now yeah uh, uh, even though it's his movie it kind he didn't feel like a a central part of the narrative yeah so like that's in terms of that as i said with that narrative like i i wonder whether they whether he will have it all be another person acting on Candyman's path quote unquote or that or are they going to make Candyman an actual presence in this film i really i really hope so and like knowing that jordan peele is just a really have you watched his twilight zone series no oh it's amazing (laughs) all right what's that where's that available um um, I got it ways? from a... Ways? Wait, ways? There are ways to get it? Yeah, ways? Okay. Ah, okay. I will find those There ways. are ways, good friend. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting because the similar ways gave me Candyman. So, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you, there's got to be ways to Always. get things done, you know? Negotiations, you know? It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, yeah, I just feel like it really did, it really bummed me out. You know, like, everything was so good. Like, the, like we were talking about the the audio, qual- like, not quality, but, like, the um, di- diverse sound. The di- the, yeah, like, the dynamic, like, that spatial dynamic, audio was a really good yeah. little um, And, touch. like, he could have been a really fucking amazing character. Because even the imagery alone, so, like, when they go into that, you know, that, that little warehouse of an apartment, like, yeah. just the, the, the street art within that space was, like, really sort of eerie and uncomfortable and really set up this like long-term folklore like a, a new a new age folklore around around Candyman. like <clears throat> like they connected it to this old story where this fucking old fat english dude professor decides to be like oh no to candy man <laughs> but then what, what was represented in the film was very different to that like, like dude with, too, with too much neck weight yeah. Like you got you got sweaty neck and big neck. Like there's a very lot of necks in this film. So many necks. I just, <laughs> mm. I just feel like the black characters. I mean, I know it's 1992, mm. so you know everyone hopefully has come a little bit stepped away from giving black characters this really. They're from the ghetto and they yeah. have simple jobs like they're. Uh, janitors or they're unemployed or they're gangbangers and it's Mm. like i really hope that that obviously jordan peele's not going to do that which is you know he's going to present the everyday black person what would be what would be nice because cabrini green isn't actually a ghetto no like not even close no so like whether they go you know if they're using the same location are they going to have it represented correctly or oh i hope so i i really do and i i feel like they kind yeah they this is what happens when old white dudes produce movies. Yeah. 
In the 90s. In the 90s. You know, like, obviously we have our Helen, who's our uh, white saviour, and Trevor, who is just the dickhead. But well, look, like, you, got one, you got one thing right. Yeah, the white, the white guy is still horrible. Like, they kind of nailed yeah. that part pretty good. So. <laughs> they nailed that. <laughs> Sorry, but Candyman should have taken, like, front seat in that yeah. entire story. Like, I would have liked to have seen, like, actual flashbacks to, like, when he, you know, was alive before he was killed. Mm. Like, what was his relationships? Who, where did he live? Where did he come from? So, like, without, without having seen Candyman 2 or 3, like, maybe they're touched upon, you know, maybe they're not. Am I, I going to watch so. them? Probably not. Probably not, no. no. Um, but I did, I really, I really did, I really liked the movie. I just feel like um, myself being like a really huge supporter of like diverse voices mm. and especially like black and POC voices, I was like, this movie just really pissed me off. Mm. But I've got to remember context. Yeah. yeah when was it made? Who was writing it? Like this movie is almost, well, this movie is 30 years old. Which oh my is god, terrifying. it really is, yeah. It's like 28 <laughs> years old, holy crap. Yeah. Oh, I feel old now. Yeah, me too. Thanks. But I should, Maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> but yeah, because like in terms of <clears throat> what your original question was, was it like, has this, uh, did it make me a horror fan or has it pushed me in that direction? Well, not really, no, because like I, I still don't watch a lot of horror. I love the idea of horror, but I know yeah. I'm not there. It's really fascinating. Yeah, I, I, like, it, it is it. very fascinating. And like, I can name the horror movies I've watched <clears throat> pretty much in like two, less than two hands. You know what I mean? It's oh, just wow. Like, because oh, like, I can remember, you know, in terms of other horror, like, I guess, because I, I don't really, I don't really classify like slasher as horror for some, even though it technically Yeah, it's is. like a cross genre. Yeah, like I've seen, like, I remember seeing Scream 2 when I was younger. Yeah. And my dad thought it would be fine to watch. My mum, fucking, she got so mad. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but. You know, yeah, like I don't, there wasn't like a lot of horror movies that I watched. Even as I got older, I was like, yeah, I'm aware that I'm not really that, the market demographic for that. That's cool. But yeah, yeah and then it wasn't until like, um, you know, like the con- as I say, I've said The Conjuring before because that was the one that really swung it back on me. I'm like, well, I know Ooh. the director, the director's amazing. I yeah. guarantee this is going to be brilliant. And I watched it and I sat on the edge of my seat the entire time. And I remember going I remember going to the cinema to see the second one with, with my wife. And it was a packed cinema. But as I'm watching it, I, I didn't couldn't feel more alone. I was so fucking on edge and scared. And I'm like That's um that's how I felt watching uh the Amityville Horror, the remake with Ryan Reynolds. I went to the movies. Oh, to see actually that. No, I have seen that. Maybe I wasn't. Okay. Uh, it's it's okay. Yeah. yeah. But at the time I was terrified. Now I could watch it and be like, eh. Mm. I get. I think I've become a little bit desensitized to supernatural horror, and I think because it is so, it's such a common theme in horror movies. Whereas, like I said, if I was to watch a home invasion film, I would be so incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. Like to the point where I'd be like, mm, I can't. I I have to turn this off. I can't do this. But um, my comfort zone is in slashes and exploitation films like Saw and a lot of a lot of B grade films. Um, like stuff made by like the Shoshka sisters. So they're two sisters that run like have made some really cool films. They did Dead Hooker in a Dead Hooker in a Trunk. Wait, wait that's a that's a movie name? Yeah. Damn, <laughs> alright. Yeah, and they also did a remake of Rabid. So um okay. I'm really I'm really hanging to see that. So I'm really Yeah, I just Supernatural f- movies I get a little bit like they're in my uncomfortable zone. I love exorcism movies. Like, if you're possessed, I'm there. 
<laughs> I want to know how the fuck this happened. Well, I guess that comes down to yeah, I said how I how I line up horror films because like I've you know when I think of it, like of, of those movies that I've seen, I, like I think of like you know Thirteen Ghosts, which isn't really spooky. It's, it's fantastic, it's fantastic film, but like I I don't remember being scared about it. About yeah. it. I remember like just enjoying it. Um, you know, and then like Amityville Horror as an example, I was like, okay, cool, but yeah, I guess it's a horror, but. I remember watching Freddy versus Jason. Like, I remember laughing more than yeah, I, I hate, love that just because it's a. It's like just at the end when, uh, uh, fuck, who was I, th- I think Jason is like slashing Freddy all on a pier. Yeah. And Freddy's like, yeah, yeah. They've not even given it any shits, and it's just like Dude. really bad blood splurts. <laughs> in three D, I, I think in the three D version, they actually cut his head off and it flies like. Oh, do. <laughs> and like, like I wouldn't put like I I I put Saw in more of that originally in that more of that psychological kind yeah, of space. Yeah, and I think I really love that space. Like, yeah, I really do. I really, I'm a really big fan of. Um, have you seen? Oh, have you watched a lot of Eli Roth's films? Not particularly. No, not so that I'm aware of. He did Cabin Fever, which is just so uh, beyond. No, the I remember what. Remember at the time going like someone was like, "You should watch that." I'm like, no, no, that's a great movie. Um, he did. Um, the Green Inferno, which is about mm. a cannibalistic tribe that's never been in touch with humans, like other humans ever before. And it's like a research group that go there and they all get like tortured and eaten. Um, <laughs> he also did, uh, no, he didn't do the, I think he did the remake of The Evil Dead, but with Sam Raimi. Okay. So Sam Raimi's another one of my absolute horror favorites in the whole entire world. And I actually listened to a podcast by, um, uh, what, who's the guy that played the Hobbit? Uh, Martin Freeman? No, the other Hobbit. Elijah Wood? That's one. So Elijah Wood and another guy, they actually have their own horror movie distribution company called Spectavision. Oh, shit. Yeah, Spectavision. So they did, um, oh, they've done a few, they did Mandy. I think they did a game. Pardon? I think they did a game. They did a game, maybe. Yeah, yeah, possibly with Ubi with Ubisoft. Ah, uh, potentially. Okay, because I think that the same production company. It was called Transference. Yeah. Oh, I know the one. I don't know if that's them though. Because I remember Elijah Wood being at Ubisoft. I was like, ah, oh shit. Okay, yeah. Because I'm only new into the whole like knowing Elijah Wood's company. So I've been mm. a huge Blumhouse fan for like fucking ever because they just produce like yeah average slasher films that are just amazing so they did a remake of black christmas i watched that last night so everyone gave it so much shit but i really fucking enjoyed it because um at the end of the film this is a big massive spoiler for everybody so turn off your ears now um there wasn't a final girl Mm. there was five girls left over and one dude so they did a final guy and I was like I love that they did that that they completely turned that trope around and was like ah we gave you you know all the women are surviving and then this one dude so it had a lot to say about like um, gender and sexuality and, and feminism it was it was really freaking cool yeah because I think that, you know, that's more a, a, a different discussion for a different time but like like horror movie and horror tropes because uh, one of my colleagues at work she's 
you know she's very much into although all you know correctly into those rights and sort of stuff and yeah. she's also a big horror fan as well so we've had like lengthy conversations about how women are represented in film yeah. especially horror film and you know and all those sort of things how it's it's especially those early ones were like well you're dying because you're a woman and you got yep. naked and you know you're and in trouble for wanting to have because sex because there is there's, there's five characters that they give you in every horror mm. film there's the la- the final girl the jock the geek um the slut and the the love interest of mm. the main final girl i know it's got a, he's got a name but yeah there's five characters and if you've seen cabin in the woods they actually make yes. fun of that that whole god concept. that movie is so it's, good oh, it's so good i love the dudes in the office like yeah. in the control room <laughs> So, it's like yeah so who had hillbillies who had do you have hillbillies uh, yeah. oh, <laughs> i just wanted to be the merman <laughs> and then he gets eaten by the merman yeah so good i watched that again that was i'm really gonna good. watch it i only probably so watched that, a couple of months the other ago. difficulty is like now that i've got a kid like i've got you know like an almost four-year-old so like i'd be very selective about when and where i what and what movies that i watch because like my wife's a big action movie fan, so she's constantly watching explosions, people being shot, and yeah. James doesn't seem to give a shit, so mm. that's good. But, like, I think there's a line. <laughs> like, we played Last of Us together recently. Yeah. I'm like, I probably shouldn't have let him play that. <laughs> I mean, you're the parent. Just violence, yeah, that's You're true. the parent. He seems okay about it. You get okay to teach it. him context. Mm, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> That's why I'm going to be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, so Candyman itself didn't really change my influence. Um, yeah. I think it has now, though. I, I say that as having rewatched it and then being like, oh, okay, well, it's not that it's bad. Not that bad. It, I, I've obviously come further as a human, which makes sense because I was fucking under 10 at the time. Ooh. Like, well, I've matured. Um <laughs> Because like I do have a lot like in my Netflix in my Netflix queue there are quite a number of horror films. What have you in got there. in there? Like, um, I remember I know Insidious is in there because apparently Insidious is okay. It's alright. I remember there was the like the haunting of something something. Oh, the haunting of House re- Hill. Apparently that's the TV bitch show. And good. Apparently, yeah. it's, I haven't watched it yet. Um, like I said, because of supernatural films, I get yeah. really like edgy so i have to be in the right mindset to watch like i know i'm gonna poop when i'm watching it yeah. so i'm like right, i've got to be in the right space it's gonna be the middle of an but afternoon it was a movie and so oh. my dad has seen it or maybe my grandma sorry because um i posed the question to all my family members and i was like what's the first horror movie you ever watched and my grandma said the haunting of house hell so i oh, think damn. it was like an early like 60 or late 60s movie or maybe early 70s because my grandma would have been she was 17 in the late 60s, so it might have been around then. And she said it was terrifying. And then she also said um, the living, the Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. that um, the one where they're all slow-walking zombies. And I was like, oh, that's not scary. <laughs> now, running zombies, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, like, well, yeah, like with, uh, like... Was it, was it 28 days that really sort of bought those like crazy ass zombies in like that's um, when it got really uncomfortable it would have been 28 days or um uh the day the day of the dead or dawn of the dead yeah dawn i think it may have been dawn of the dead i think dawn of the dead's what i watched what that when really i was pushing. like 13 and that movie absolutely ruined zombies for me for my whole entire life um i've got two other things i'm looking at my list now just for content yeah. something called veronica okay it came out like a couple of years ago one like something called haunted Obviously, Haunted's uh, a TV show. A very, yeah, I've got a lot You'd of things that, around. 
but a lot is very supernatural related. Yeah. But for those that are listening out there, like I'm, I'm, I am certainly open to the genre more than I ever have been. So if you want, anyone got any recommendations, I would, you know, be willing to shit myself. So let's do it. <laughs> See, I just um. I only watch horror movies, really. Mm. Like, if I sit down and watch any other genre, I get really bored. And I'm mm. like, oh, I can't watch this because I'm not terrified. It's not engaging in the senses in the way that a horror movie does for me. So I kind of just lose, like, track and interest. And I'm like, oh, what's happening in the story now? And mm. So, yeah, I don't well, really have anything on my to-watch list at the moment, so... Yeah, because the difficulty would be like, in terms of like, because Candyman had it as well. There's a couple of like really easy jump scares in in Candyman. I didn't have them. Oh no, but they were like the, the in terms of easy oh, setup, right? Yes. Like she's looking in a window and then a dog jumps up. Oh, when they close the windows and it's like all set up for being scared and then nothing happens. Yeah. yeah. Oh. See, and like, I, I'm a big fan of like the tension. Yeah. The tension horror movies. Yeah. And I, that's where I, once again, using The Conjuring, I felt The Conjuring was brilliant at that level of tension. Like, there was a, a lot of time where it was like, build up, build up, build up, build up. Nothing really happens. Nothing really happens. You feel safe, then fuck you. Yeah. You're like, and that's, even though I know that it gives me anxiety and I hate it, like, they're the ones that I enjoy. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good that way. I, I, I've watched The Conjuring. I haven't seen the second one. I really like The Exorcism of second Emily Rose. Second one's brilliant. Yeah, second one's brilliant. Mm. The Exorcism of Emily Rose was really good. I really enjoyed mm. that because her body was, like, all twisted and contorted. And I was like, that's so cool. Um, yeah, I've got a, a friend of mine, um, uh, Dylan. Like, so he, he cannot watch any of that weird, distorted body yeah, that's m- stuff. It'll he's make like, some people really uncomfortable. Like, that's his line. He's like, nope, nope. No, nope. I'm out. Like, the second you see, like, someone kind of, like, walk on all fours across the room, he's like, no, nope, fuck it. <laughs> I love that. And he's out. He's big out. All right. So we've discussed um, Candyman in depth. I never really thought there was so much to discuss in a horror movie. That's yeah. blows my mind. <laughs> so um, to wrap up the podcast, uh, what is the last horror movie you watched and you can't say Candyman? Uh oh crap. I have no idea. As I said, once again having a young child, like I've not really gone out of my way mm. to do it. Like in terms of like maybe not a horror film, but as I said, like I, I do tend to like deep dive into like rabbit holes on YouTube of oh, just God. <laughs> shitty ghost videos. So like, if, if, or I'll, I'll go that way then. I can't remember the last movie that I watched because it would, be, it would be actual years. Yeah. But in terms of YouTube channels that I watch frequently, it would be the likes of uh, Sir Spooks. He's always got some dope ones. Uh, Chills because the narrator's weird. <laughs> like his his delivery is unhuman, and it actually makes me mad. <laughs> Uh, and then another one, it's an Aussie guy who sort of makes a clip, clip compilations. The channel's called Slapped Ham, okay. which makes me laugh every time. But he kind of has interesting, like, clips, you know? Because I, I think the reason I like them, and probably the same reason that we discussed like, why we like Candyman and maybe even The Conjuring, is because because there are semi-real, like, these are all clips that someone has posted online that are put together. There is that level of... Oh, you know, like, Ooh, is, is it real? real? <laughs> like, could this happen? You know, yeah. Where like, that's probably why I don't really like slashes, like Freddy versus Jason. I'm like, uh, none of this could even possibly be remotely real. I say, maybe that's why I like it, because <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, this can't be real. Well, as you said, like supernatural, kind of like fuck that, oh, which it is like a that line probably has a bit more real, yeah, on that side of things. Yeah, I actually watched. Uh, I think the last one I watched was either Hereditary. Um, oh, that's on my list as well. Yeah, it that will that'll really fuck your shit up. 
Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, Ari Aster uh, wrote and directed. Um, mm-hmm. Fantastic, absolutely amazing. Um, he, they, I don't know if it's ma- if they are male or female. I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. Um, also did Midsummer, which just ah. blew my mind. All right, so I uh, I don't know how to wrap up a podcast. Do I just am I? Thanks, thanks for coming on. And yeah, no worries, man. Candyman. I, no, I really thanks for making me laugh so hard. That was amazing. <laughs> well, um, I'll protect you from all the weird neck people. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs>